Yes, that is right. That is a new song, new intro song. That last one was a little too slow, a little too boring. But here we are. Uh, uh, feeling this. I'm feeling this. But welcome to James in the AM, brought to you by Sky High Rock Bottom. I am your host, James E. Pishin. Thank you so much for joining. Today, we're just going to be talking about the city of Sacramento. Of course, I'm going to bring up the weather. What'd you think? You can't talk about Sacramento if you're not talking about bipolar weather. Duh. But also all the other great things that I love about my hometown, Sacramento. Grew up in West Sacramento. Uh, basically the same thing. I don't know why they split it up. I honestly don't know the history of that. So we're not doing that. But I will just be talking about the awesomeness of this great city that we live in. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys are subscribed or followed to the podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just to get updated and notified when I do post. If you're not following me on Instagram on Sky High Rock Bottom, then go ahead and do that. You'll also receive information on what the podcast is going to be about, whether or not you want to listen to it and such. You can leave comments down below in the post to let me know what you like, what you don't. And yeah, let's get to it. Hope you guys enjoy. Right on. What's up? Um, Just finished eating some borscht. Um, yeah, it was delicious. My mom made some phenomenal borscht. And I have a hard time calling it borscht if I'm speaking like not Russian or borscht. Like, do I still say it borscht? Like the way that I would say it in Russian? Because like you don't say, for example, quesadilla. You do say quesadilla, even though <laughs> you would say quesadilla if you were to say it the English way. You know what I mean? So like I'd rather say borscht instead of borscht just because that's just how you say it. Um, but I guess that's the first time on podcast that I'm announcing that I am Russian. I'm pretty sure everyone listening knows that, but that is my culture. That is my bloodline. I'm American. I was born on this beautiful country's ground and land, but my blood is completely Russian. And that means I eat Russian food. I do Russian stuff. I have Russian people around me. And yeah, I went to a Russian church up until like 11 or 12 years old. So that was basically everyone that was around when I was a kid, except for my school friends that I couldn't hang out with outside of class because of parental rules you know what i mean because they're not russian <laughs> basically um but uh moving on i did want to do this one talking about sacramento kind of having it like as if i'm trying to persuade someone to live here like if i was doing a class project and i had to go up there like go up up to the classroom and explain like a certain amount of reasons why someone should live in sacramento so i have five things Five things to share about Sacramento that I love and why you should live here, okay? We'll talk about some cons of living here, obviously. That's how we do that. But, I mean, it's going to be hard to find too many. I think Sacramento is one of the best cities you could live in in the country, to be honest, because I'll get there, all right? I'll get there as to why that is. Um, and so don't get too flustered yet if you're listening and you're like, there's no way I hate this place. Because that's how I was when I was a kid. And if there are some high schoolers who are listening to this who want to leave the second they graduate high school, just give it a second, okay? Because everyone feels that way. And I felt like that for a little bit until I got a car and I drove around and I was free to do what I wanted in Sacramento. And when I had a job and had some money to spend in Sacramento, makes a world of a difference. Okay, five things. One, we're going to start with the location of Sacramento geographically. And we'll do weather as part of that. I didn't want to make weather its own thing because pff, I'm tired of people talking about the bipolar weather in Sacramento. Yes, it's bipolar. 
you can go one week. You can go one week completely sunny at a top of 70 degrees in like springtime. And the next one is completely rain. And I'm, I'm sure this isn't su- exclusively Sacramento. There's many cities that are bipolar like this weather-wise. But just like, it's pretty odd. And there's some like days that are split heavy. Like we had a, like I think at a, we had like a 93 degree day in like November of 2020. And the next day it was like 77 degrees. And then the next day it was like 60 something. Like absolutely crazy. Like you had people who were sweating in their cars, windows down one day. And the next day it's completely cold jackets on. You're never ready. Okay. You got to be constantly checking the weather. I think everyone who lives in SAC or NorCal in general, but mainly Sacramento is checking the weather app constantly, not just for like a little, like, oh, is it sprinkling today instead of heavy rain? Or is it a little colder? Like, I mean, like people are checking to see if they're wearing shorts or pants or if they're wearing a big rain jacket or a tank top. Like that's Sacramento weather. Um, but location wise, I'm starting off with location as number one because it'll it'll trickle down to the rest of the four reasons. I have five reasons total. The rest of the four reasons as to why I think we should consider Sacramento one of the best places to live in the country. Um, we're around everything. I think everyone knows this, but if you don't live here, you're you feel like you can go anywhere for a day trip. You can go to the snow. You can go to the bay and see the ocean or go on the coastline and surf. You can uh, go up to camp in like the forests um, or you can go spend um, and do nothing in Fresno two two hours down. No offense to people who live in Fresno, but it's just nothing to do in the middle of California. Okay, but you get the point. Like you can do anything you want in a matter of like two hours in any direction you have two different and you have like that like you have san francisco the big old city with the lots of fun things lots of good food lots of fun like places to go two hours away like i said coastline of surf snowing and you could go surf and snow within a matter of like you could go surf surfing and snowing in the same day which is like uncalled for in most places like most most states you can't surf like a good surf like with good beaches good waves and then have a smooth drive right up to snow. I don't know how healthy that is or if that's even like good for your brain. I know there's like a certain thing, like if you go a certain depth, like if you fly and scuba dive in the same day, you could die. But yeah, insane. Such a good place to live if you're an adventurous person who gets really tired of something very quickly. You don't have to spend a whole season in snow. You can just go up every once in a while or you don't have to spend a whole your entire life living in the city, you can just go to San Francisco whenever you want. You know, it's really cool. And if anyone lives in San Sacramento, they take full advantage of that. We have come like, I feel like we're so spoiled in what we can do on any, any weekend, any, any, any given weekend, you could do whatever you want outdoorsy. It's really, it's not even that expensive to go to the snow and sled down a hill or go surf or whatever. It's not like you have to take a flight or drive a same amount or need to get a super off-roady car. You just need a regular 4x4 and you can do anything you want in California. Um, number two, food. Okay. Some people don't think Sacramento has good food. Well, those people, I 100% guarantee you, do not explore enough, do not hit the Yelp pages enough. Um, enjoy, think that um, a jack-in-the-box hamburger is extremely good and nothing gets better, better than that. Like, That's the kind of people who think that Sacramento doesn't have good food. Sacramento has really good food. Does it have lots of Michelin star restaurants like SF and LA? No. Or even Santa Cruz and Monterey have more Michelin star restaurants than Sacramento. But 
Like Sacramento has very good small business restaurants that know what they're doing. Like they come here, they open up their restaurant, they open their, their sometimes it's a small chain and they know what they're doing. They, they take really good care of their customers. They make really high quality food and it's not very expensive, which is another part of this list. Number five, we'll get there, but it's not very expensive when you go out to eat for a good meal. You go to LA or SF for a really good meal and I mean, the amount that it tastes better, like how much more it tastes better than some food you could get in Sacramento does not match how much you're paying for it more, if that makes sense. Like you're not paying for what you get when you go to a really expensive city. You're, um, you could pay much less um, or you could pay much, much less and get a good quality, high quality food here in Sac. You just have to find the right places. Uh, you have to search the Yelp pages. You have to explore. But like I know a couple who I asked, what do you guys do? You guys have been together for so long. How, what, for the dates, what do you guys do? Like, how do you guys still have fun? And they say they literally just go on Yelp, scroll down, and then the, if they, they pick a random place and go there, and most of the time it's really good. Like, that's awesome. That tells you that Sacramento has a lot of good places to eat. You just need to give it an effort, you know? Um, I don't know. There's, a, there's lots of different cultures of food, like different types of food. Like, because we're such a diverse city, just like LA, there's so many different cultures of food. Sometimes people don't consider Sacramento such a diverse um you know, city, they're like, oh, it's just Sacramento, just the capital of California. But man, we have a lot of different cultures here, a lot of different ethnicities, and you can find good food in any, you know, whatever culture of food. Um, and, you know, like you, like we, I went to Santa Cruz this last weekend with Daniela, and man, it is very white. I did not know how white Santa Cruz was. Um, they have a good Hispanic, um, like they have a good Hispanic population, but like it's much more white than I expected it to be because it is a coastal city in California. You know, most of, like if you consider San Diego and L.A., those two are very diverse cities, um, sometimes outweighing the white population. But then you go to Santa Cruz and it's predominantly white, which uh, which was just like it, obviously we live in America. So it shouldn't be that surprising. But it did surprise me. Sacramento is way more diverse than some of these other um, cities offering you such great um, food options. And in general, building a very good culture in the city when it comes to art, music, and in, in general ideas and and vibes. Um, yeah, part of this sub part of this category of food, I wanted to add coffee because I was gonna do a whole new a whole category for coffee actually, but I feel like that was too much. But that's honestly how good Sacramento does with coffee. So part of the food number two is coffee. We have so many good coffee roasters in Sacramento. I mean, I, this is another thing I think we're really spoiled with is the coffee here. And like, it makes Starbucks look like trash, taste like trash. I mean, I like Starbucks. I really like Starbucks because it's convenient and easy. But every time I get Starbucks, I feel bad because I'm not supporting one of these coffee roasters in downtown. It's just because I live in Natomas. And if I want a quick coffee that I didn't make at home, I, I need to drive all the way there to get it. So I most of the time just get something quick from Starbucks. But that aside... I'm going to just name just a few of the coffee roasters um, in Sacramento that are just like can blow you away with their coffee. We got Temple, The Mill, Scorpio, which is new, Mass, which is coming soon. We got Milka, Phil's. I don't know. What else? Old Soul. We got Pachamama. We got, oh my gosh, there's so many to name. But point is, is we got so many different coffee roasters that can, that make really high quality coffee that do such good work um, outside of the U.S., getting their beans, uh, sourcing them very ethically, and roasting them very fresh. 
usually in the mornings. Like it's so awesome to be able to have access to something like that. Oh, chocolate fish is another one. It's just really, really cool to have something like that here in Sacramento. And I think that itself puts it above uh, some cities that you can live in in the country just because of its coffee. Uh, yeah, that's just personally me because I love coffee. If you don't care for coffee, obviously this isn't a really big uh, reason to be in sack. And if, but if that's the case, then you might like my second subcategory for food, which is boba tea. There are so many tea places in Sacramento that offer bubble tea or boba tea, whatever you want to call it, because I don't think you know this, but like five years ago, this that wasn't a thing. It wasn't a huge thing to have so many boba places, but it started out pretty, uh, like from my recollection, it started off with like T4 and quickly here in Natomas. But other than that, we have so many now. And recently I went to Bober Tea down in Sacramento and I freaking, it's so good. I loved it. I freaking loved it. It has, uh, the, the way that they cook their boba, it, they like pan fry the boba and have it in the brown sugar just sitting there and you can watch them put it into your drink and I'm in love with it. It's so good. I've had it three times now and I hope to go back soon. Uh, it's just, oh wow, I, I can't stop thinking about it. It's so good. We have places like T4, T18, Quickly, uh, Milky Tea, not Milky, just ET. I get confused by the cow before it. But um, yeah, and there's so many other places that I can't name off the top of my head um, that brings that kind that culture to Sacramento um, and brings a variety of different drinks you can get. It just shows you how many small businesses and how many different, the ways that we, uh, you know, associate with food and drink here in Sacramento. There's so many different ways to entertain your taste buds, if I may say. Uh, yeah. And I'm a lover of both boba and coffee. So this is, I mean, you can find the same thing in LA or SF. Uh, so yeah, there's, I can't, I can't deny that LA and SF have their own coffee shops that are bomb. Um, but the whole point of this is to show like basically how on par it is with some of the big cities that people love to go move to and live in, but why Sacramento is just as good, if not better, which we will get to. All right. We had location and weather. Number one. Food, number two, which had coffee and boba as subcat subcategories. And number three is opportunities. Uh, Sacramento is a smaller city. So if you're trying to get, I don't know, I don't know if it's the best example, but if you're trying to make it big in a way, whether it's in politics, whether it's in uh, TV slash theater, whether it's in influence, like being an influencer or a YouTuber or something like that, whether it's in some type of business-oriented uh, job or career, because it's a smaller city, you do have opportunities here that are open for you because there's less people, less people fighting for positions, less competition. And I know that at first saying that the opportunities here are good is a little weird because like, um, we're not LA and SF where you have huge um, opportunities, like really big opportunities to make it in the drama industry, in the acting industry in art and dance and all of that. Um, but it's so, it's so saturated that in order to make it there, you have to be like above and beyond and super unique and be like perfect place, right time, like right place, right time type of thing, which makes it very hard to make it in your career. Whether if you're what it versus if you're in Sacramento, you have the opportunity to have a, make a face for yourself, make a brand for yourself. Um, in a bigger way. Like for example, you have brands like the official brand, which is a styling brand here in Sacramento or like a fashion uh, brand, as well as their co 
company, which is All Good, which they actually have a store in Sacramento that sells both both brands there. They were able to get enough buzz here in Sacramento, small city, to be able to open up a store in Portland and Japan. And that wouldn't have happened if they weren't if they were in a more saturated city, kind of like L.A. or San Francisco, where they have huge fashion companies that are trying to make it. Versus Sacramento, we don't have a lot of that, so we were they were able to uh, get their name out there a little easier in the city, make it published, uh, put it out on the on the web and on Instagram, on all these different um, social media social media apps and platforms to be able to boost their company because Sacramento didn't have anything like that when they came around. That's just one example. I think that um, when Temple came around, there weren't many coffee roasters in Sacramento yet. And when they came around, they were entering themselves into competitions. And I think a couple times they won like the best coffee in the US um, a few years back, maybe like eight or six years back. Because it was a little easier to compete coming from a city that didn't have many coffee roasters. So they were able to make enough of a name for themselves to be able to compete in this competition, have some, uh, have a name behind themselves and also have their, have their coffee be good enough to win a competition like that. Those are just two examples of how companies came out of Sacramento and were able to, you know, make it pretty big and have a name for themselves, um, from a small city like Sacramento. Uh, that's just, I don't know if that's the best reason to live here, but there are opportunities here. And, Let's say you do want to go to SF for the tech for or like Palo Alto or uh, Silicon Valley uh, for the tech industry. Living in Sacramento, we have so many people who live here who drive down every single day to work in Silicon Valley or SF in order to be part of that industry, part of that uh, city that has those great opportunities. Um, but they live in Sacramento because it's cheaper, which we will get to, which is the fifth and biggest reason we should live here. Um, it's cheaper. It's not as dense. And it's just, it's so much more chill to live in if that's your vibe uh, while you can commute every single day to, you know, whatever city it is that you believe has more opportunities for your career. All right. Number four is attraction slash fun. I didn't know exactly what to call this, but like events that happen, attractions. I think this is the least of the reasons you should live here. Like if you were to take the one that's least appealing, it's probably going to be number four, which is attractions. Um, but I will say, that if you, I don't know, invest time and emotions into some of the things that can offer you like really good entertainment here, you will just feel like Sacramento's enough. For example, Kings fans. Sacramento Kings used to be really good, right? They used to be really, really good uh, in the early 2000s when they went to the Western Conference Finals in the NBA and almost made it to the finals, which they most definitely would have won if they hadn't been rigged in the game seven versus the Lakers, which Kings fans, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, basically, the referees were paid off in order to cause help the Lakers win. And that's been proven, kind of. It's been proven. Uh, it's just the NBA doesn't want to talk about it. Whatever, moving on, sorry, tangent. But if you're a Kings fan, you feel like the Sacramento Kings are just enough for a sports team. You feel the same way if you're a Sacramento Republic um, soccer fan. Because they have their own team. They're now officially in the major leagues. Um, I, th I believe, yeah, they're officially in the major leagues. We're going to have our own stadium built for the soccer team near the downtown. If you're invested in either of those, that's enough for you. But if you're not taking the time, if you don't, if you say like, oh, the Sacramento Kings are trash, they're really bad, or, you know, like they're such a small team, they're not doing that well, or, you know, Sacramento Republic soccer team, which who did really well in the last few seasons that they've played. If you just say, oh, whatever, they're a Sacramento team. 
of course you're going to feel like we don't have the teams or the attractions or the, the 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 sport games to go to that are fun enough but if you invest time invest your emotions it's it's a hell of a ride i'll, I'll tell you it's a hell of a ride and i think you can have an extremely fun time being a part of the sports here other than the sports there's not much but the reason i brought up location as number one reason to live here um is because the attractions follow like if you live here, the attractions are only two hours away. If you like the San Francisco 49ers and you want to go see a game, they're only two hours away. If you like Golden State Warriors because they're so much better than the Kings and they have a much, much funner games, I guess, you can just drive there two hours away. If you like to snowboard or camp or do anything adventurous, just two to four hours away. We even have freaking Yosemite, like literally right here, four hours from here, if you like national parks. What is my point? We don't have as many attractions in the city. True, but we do have cities and places around us that are two to four hours away that are just as good and the best attractions you could ask for, um, except we don't have the dense population that follows with those attractions. Which leads me to my fifth and final reason why you should live in Sacramento is the cost of living. The cost of living is much, much less than cities like LA and SF. And even Santa Cruz and Monterey and even Lake Tahoe. You do not have to overpay to live somewhere by living in Sacramento. You still get amazing food, coffee, boba. You get amazing weather and location. Uh, you get an awesome, you still have opportunities to make it if you do it right, if you work hard. The, the sport teams are great if you're into it. And you get all that while being around great cities, right? In California, great, different, like all around you if you want to drive out two hours. And you all get it for a much, much lower cost of living. Do other cities have much better things on this list? Like one or two of them are much better? Sure. But I really don't personally believe that another city has a variety like this at the cost of living here. And that's why Sacramento is the best. Of course, if you have a certain thing that you don't get in Sacramento, like something special, like a really big movie opportunity or TV opportunity, of course you don't live here. If you like to wake up in the morning, every single morning and surf, then you really can't do that here practically. I get those things. But if you like a variety and you get tired of things pretty quickly and you just like to chill, Sacramento's for you. Um, and you guys, I bet you guys noticed that I did not bring up politics or taxes, um, you know, because those things are definitely more important for some people than the rest of the five. Uh, and that's a whole different conversation. But as a city itself and day to day what it offers, I think that Sacramento is the best. And I hope you guys enjoyed my review for that. As if I'm legit like a 10th grader doing a hometown Sacramento, California presentation in front of y'all in class. Yeah. But before I sign off on this podcast, I want to talk about a few things I'm doing in my life. I am currently streaming a few times a week, two to three times. Uh, just casually gaming right now i'm just playing this one game that i'm really into called bloons tower defense but i'm going to be getting into some other things doing a, a variety of things i'm trying to be basically like a variety streamer where you guys just turn me on and uh <laughs> you guys turn on my stream is what i meant and just chill with me chat with me and we can just have a good time kind of build a community there and you guys could get there to chill out not be too worried about the things going around in your life um if you haven't followed me there i would really appreciate that uh, it's going to be a good time as I grow on that platform. I'm also going to be releasing my first YouTube video. It's a YouTube video I recorded with my girly Daniela. 
we are rating the best deli meats that a store can offer or that animals offer when we eat them. I don't know if that was the best way to put that. But basically, we took like 10 different deli meats from pastrami to prosciutto to turkey to chicken. And we tried them uh, all from Boar's Head. Sliced two slices each. The woman who did it was not happy. But very kind. Don't get me wrong. And we rate those on camera and let you guys know. I'll be releasing that soon. Uh, you guys will be notified on, on Instagram if you're not following me yet. Follow me there. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, subscribe and you'll get notifications for when I post. And if you like this podcast episode, go ahead and give me a big fat review on Apple Podcasts and share this with your friends. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And until next time, bye.